honestly. Despite you asking me, was I ready? It caught me off guard. Let's try again. Oh no, let's no. just keep rolling with All it. Right. You know what? You know what? This is who we are as people. This is who we are as a podcast. Really? <laughs> Welcome back to another professional episode of Honestly. Of dogs barking in the background. A podcast. With Zoe and Logan. That, my dear listeners, was Zoe. <laughs> and that was Logan. They're not your dear listeners? No. Okay. No. Well, not at all. Fine. They, you know, like you said in the last episode, are dead to us. I was weirdly aggressive <laughs> in last week's episode, and I do apologize for that. <laughs> there was a lot of anger, but I think it was justified. I think so, too. I think it just, it really resonated with a lot of People. You know, and just being my true authentic self. <laughs> I liked your little shoulder shimmy, and but if head you shape can't thing. handle that, then you don't need to be in my life. <laughs> just can't. imagine that now on a pink background with a minion drinking a glass of wine, <laughs> and it's a mom meme. Mom memes. Mom memes. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's get serious. Let me clap. <laughs> That's gonna be the new thing. It's every week will Zoe remember there's a microphone that she shouldn't be clapping into. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Snaps. Uh, how are you today? I'm okay. How are you? Oh, oh big yawn. <laughs> so sorry. I'll take that as an answer. I'm not too bad. I'm for some reason now very tired. (laughs) Just right when we start. All of a sudden, can't stop yawning. (laughs) So don't take it personally, you guys. It has nothing to do with you. Our dear listeners. Our dear Your dear again. I've changed my mind. Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) What if the rest of the podcast was just us? We fighting. We are fighting. What if it was just the whole episode was just going, oh, interesting. Mm. Mm. Funny that you think that. Mm. That's I just, interesting. I just think it's funny how. how? <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Boy. What is new in your world since we last spoke? Um, Today I was looking at articles that we could perhaps talk about. And I was on Nylon. And one of the things just said... Why did Lena Dunham tweet about French kissing animals? What? And I was like, uh, why Why does she do anything she does? Did you investigate further? No, I couldn't. I was like, I don't want to know. Instagram about French? Was that what it was? Tweet? Insta- tweet? tweet? Okay, I, I was going to go check, but it's too much effort. I think she tweeted it. I think it's been since deleted. Oh, okay. Tweeted and deleted. deleted. 
Tweet and delete. <laughs> Blocked and reported. Oh, wow. Lena Dunham takes uh, whiteness to a whole new level. Like, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> she was serious about French kissing an animal. But then, also, it's Lena Dunham. I feel like everything she does is, like, a tweet by, like, a non-white person making fun yeah. of white people. It They're is. like, white people are so crazy, they do blank, and yeah. it's just, like, something Lena Dunham yeah. would do. Exactly. And it's like, this is our spokesperson. That's just who she is. Thank you. As a person. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also, you saw this already, Did but I? I just feel like the public needs to know. Um, a friend <laughs> who we both know, but who I work with. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Um, tweeted something that happened to her today at work. And it just says, I was minding my own business at work and a lady came up to me, not once, but twice and yelled, the money belongs to the Protestants and left. I like that so, it was twice. I just, in case anyone ever hears stories that I tell about work and go, mm. Sounds fake, but sounds, okay. Just know that that, I wasn't even there. And, and that, that happened. happened, so. I liked the unison on that one. Well. And that happened. <laughs> uh, I was watching Drag Race with my mom last night. We're on season 10 now. Yes. Um, and it was the episode <laughs> where uh, Eureka and Cameron both have to lip sync. <gasps> And it just reminded me of when we were watching that, when Zoe and I were watching that episode for the first time, there's a moment in the lip sync for their life where they uh, both jump into the splits in unison, and while we were watching it, Zoe just turns to me at that part and goes, us. <laughs> As if either of us have the capability to but do that. But the thing is, we if both we know. we did. Exactly. We yes. would just be doing that everywhere. That would be how we got from point A to point just B. Was jumping just into splits. Unison. Jump splits. Is she going to jump from there? Oh, yes, she is. Boy, is she. I I feel like we've gotten to a point now where I just say us for literally everything. What was it the other we day? We went to go see Jurassic World. Oh, <laughs> we can get into that in a minute. And I, like, leaned over to look. It was, like, not, I don't even know what it was. I it was, it like, was like, a commercial for it something. It was a commercial or something, and I just went, us. And <laughs> looked at me like, no. Or what you actually did was, you were like, I was gonna go and say us, but then I decided not to. But now I'm telling you this, so I'm doing it anyway. Us. And I was like, alright. Oh. But it was like something, like, I, I don't even know what it no, was. No, I don't know what it was. it was so weird and obscure, yeah, and it like, was not us. us. But it is us. Look at me. Anyway, uh, we saw Jurassic World, and Chill. boy... <laughs> Yes, Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom. The Fallen Kingdom. And boy, was that a mess. Yeah. I'm not uh, super pleased with it. But, to um, say the least. But like, hey, it's dinosaurs and things exploding. So it's going to be entertaining. But uh, plot. <laughs> I dozed off through several times. parts of it. Which I've never fallen asleep in a movie before. Yeah. Never. And I just, like, literally I would turn to you and you'd be like, eh, head I back. was out of it. It was the world's longest movie. It was very long. The plot was extremely flimsy. <laughs> and it wasn't even entertaining. Some of it was fine. There was ex- dinosaurs. 
The redeeming factor of that movie was a Jeff Goldblum's like sixty second cameo yeah. split up between the beginning I and really very end. I really thought that it was going to be more than that. The way they hyped it up, I was like, oh, he's like not involved in this. Well, That's that was fine. like the entire trailer was like hyping everything up that yeah. wasn't even a thing. No. Also, the only other redeeming factor was Justice Smith, who is in it. What a delight. Put that kid very, in everything. Very funny. He's so good. Yeah. His character was really the... Also, like, like, comedic relief, but nothing needed it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, there was no, nothing I was that just... needed comedic relief. But I was just like, was thank God you're for here. That, yeah. But also, there was no reason for his character to be involved. No. He was, like, an IT person. Yes. And they're like, but we need you to uh, come to the island with us to save yeah. the dinosaurs. He's like, uh, ooh. <laughs> Thing is, Ooh, that is he literally just like unlocks a room. Uh, yeah, he unlocks a room that they just needed into for like a second, and then he's like <laughs> on a computer for a bit, and then lava. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was upsetting the dinosaur that was left on the island. Okay, this I was very upset. My eyes were watering. I full on cried. Yeah, because so basically. In the last movie, they have to abandon this island because, oh, shockingly, (laughs) their plan to, you know, incorporate dinosaurs into a theme park didn't go so well. No. As if they didn't have three prior movies Mm -hmm. to tell them that. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) So now there's all these dinosaurs on this abandoned island, but oh no, there's an active volcano on the island and it's about to explode, honey. (laughs) So. (laughs) It's about to explode, honey. So now, all of a sudden, there's some big debate about whether we should save the dinosaurs or leave them on the island to be wiped out by the lava. This is where one of the major plot problems (laughs) happens, is that Claire Mm -hmm. is suddenly very pro-dinosaur life. Yeah. She's like, save all the dinos. They have rights. I love them. (laughs) Like, family. And then... Dinos are people, too. They are. And then... In the first Jurassic World, she's, like, they're attractions. Yeah, she's very, like, anti-dinosaur. She's like, yeah. we will use them and make commodify money. them. Yeah, but now This is our, our capitalist society that we live in. <laughs> Honey. Yeah, so her whole job now is saving she dinosaurs who tried like to kill her. She basically works a dinosaur rights activist. Oh, that was just, that was not needed, Drew. So anyway, <laughs> not needed. this is like the whole big thing. They like politicize dinosaurs in this one and they're like, we're going to make this political and we're going to talk about the rights that the yeah. dinosaurs have. And it's like, this is bullshit. We don't need to do this. <laughs> yeah. So there's literally like a debate about whether they should save them. And it's like, why would you, s- you have four movies now telling you don't save the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs shouldn't have been made. They should like, have just left. There should This left. franchise should never exist. How dare you? Like really, when you think about it, the, the fact that they've made now five movies out of this and billions of dollars is amazing because it never should have existed in the first place. What's amazing is that the second Jurassic Park movie is identical <laughs> to Jurassic World 2. That's really what is it's the same like general premise. Yeah. They bring dinosaurs back to the mainland and something goes awry and they get out. Wow, couldn't have seen that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> I love to 
the tying of your hair as you said. Can have seen that one coming. So anyway, they decide that they're gonna save the dinosaurs. Also, just like big spoiler alerts for the movie in case anyone was concerned <laughs> after we've like talked about half the plot already. Um, plot. Yeah, quote unquote. So they decide that they are gonna save the dinosaurs because, of course, why would they not? No. Can't make any lovable. more movies if they don't. And cuddly. Uh, so they get all these dinosaurs off the island, except for, like, one, and there's, like, this really upsetting, sad, slow scene. And when it gets up on its back legs. Where you just, they're on the boat, and they're, like, swimming away. (laughs) Floating away. Boating away. Boating away. (laughs) I don't know. Say it. Come sail away. Um, they're sailing away. And they're just looking at this one dinosaur. First of all, they could have, I don't know, can boats reverse? Like, they could have reversed <laughs> up. Reverse! Reverse! <laughs> um, where's the cha-cha slide when you need it? Cha-cha, real smooth. Imagine a dinosaur. <laughs> I was already. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. So, they just, like, really dwell on this poor dinosaur that's just left on the island, and you just, like, watch it burn to death. And it gets up on its back legs, and that's the first dinosaur that you see in Jurassic Park. Like, in the that first That kind one. of dinosaur? Yeah, when they're in the Jeep, and that's Alan Grant gets so... out, and it takes off his sunglasses, and then it's there, and it gets up on its back legs, and is getting wow. some leaves. Uh, Zoe's a really big <laughs> Jurassic Park connoisseur. Love. I love <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, all in all, it was a mess. There's also no reason for BD Walk to be a villain. Why? Like, why did why? they make him a villain? I've never felt more betrayed in my life I than by BD Wong. Love BD Wong with all my heart. Um now he's a bad guy. Now, and then they made him a bad guy. Also, the bidding on the dinosaurs. Oh my god. Okay, let, let us pose this, a question to is... you. If you were to bid on a dinosaur, how much would you bid? How much would you pay for a tiny werewolf? <laughs> That's what I want to know. But really, this was something that I kept looking over at. Like, I was rattled by this. I it was, was rattling. the There's this whole part where the bad guys are like, we're gonna auction off these dinosaurs for whatever fucking reason. It's like, here's a T-Rex, we'll start at one million (laughs) dollars. And they, like, like, literally, like, this is an animal that went extinct and somebody brought it back with some DNA science and you're bidding a million dollars? Just a million. Houses in Toronto go for a million dollars. Yep. What would you rather have? A T-Rex. <laughs> Obviously. I'll tell you right now. And then even, like, the, like, super crazy, whoa, high-tech, vicious killing machine dinosaur that they made, that started at, what, like, four, four. million or something? Like four million and sold. We probably put more than four million into the creation of it. Exactly. But let's give it away, boys. You're telling me the technology they used to make these Mm-mm. goddamn dinosaurs Mm-mm. was Less than a million dollars. I don't buy it. False. Baloney. <laughs> I call bullshit on your dinosaur. I'm yeah. I'm heated about it. I'm heated. like that's too low to sell a dinosaur. Absolutely. Those should be going for billions of dollars. Billions. The only person who should be able to afford them is friggin' Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Bezos. 
Okay. I felt it coming. I felt Topical. it coming. Topical. Rise. It's a ludicrous amount of money to have. Why do you have person. that much? You could do so much and you just sit there. There's no reason for that. You could bring money. dinosaurs back. Oh my god. <gasps> That's it. <laughs> He would. That's what's happening. Him and Elon Musk are gonna team up and, and they're- bring back dinosaurs. He's the beady <laughs> Elon Musk is the beady Wong. Do not world. disgrace beady Wong's <sighs> name like that. That elongated muskrat. muskrat. Also, in this last Jurassic World, the dinosaurs, again, spoiler alert, um, just get out. And are just living in the world now. That's oh what's yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, people yeah. at the beach, and there's like a mosasaur in the, like water. No like, one knows what that is. Yeah, they do. What is it? <laughs> it's the big one. No, in say the, water. the say the proper name. Mo- mosasaurus. If mosasaurus. you know what a mosasaurus is, <laughs> they comment do. below. They do. Why do you know so much about dinosaurs? I really like those movies, Logan. Ooh, we fight. Ooh, we fight. Fighting. Fightin'. I can't believe I spent like fourteen dollars to go see that I piece know. of garbage movie. <laughs> Unbelievable. We didn't even go on Cheap Tuesday. No. Like I paid full price for that he bullshit. He did. Yeah. So at the end, the stupid kid who turns out to be a clone oh, just yeah. ends up setting the dinosaurs free. It was so annoying <laughs> because like there's this scene at the end where it's like you think Bryce Dallas Howard is gonna set them free and you're like, no, you stupid bitch, don't do it. But then you don't. are also like, do it. Okay. I was so <laughs> conflicted because like I was like, don't let the dinosaurs out. But then I'm like, they're all gonna die. <laughs> Because they were all like, they're all in a cramped space. I didn't want them to die like that. No, okay, it's not a glamorous way to go. Put and them, they deserve that. Put them down humanely. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but then she's like, "No, I'm not going to do it." And I was like, "Good. That was the right call, Bryce." And then this little clone <laughs> sneaks behind everyone, Scurries. and she's like, "Bitch, they deserve not- life like me." And like you just found out you're a clone, and you're like, she way had too no chill reaction it. to it. She's like, "What? I'm not like a." real person i'm not a sentient human being i'm just a clone that's fine i am but a clone <laughs> but a clone and then she presses the button opens the gates and all these dinosaurs are like peace and they just like scurry away scurry on and out. are just living in the world which i don't understand <laughs> because in the first one bd wong has a whole monologue about how they gave them a Lysian contingency where they need Lysi to survive. So they're just gonna die. Because their re- bodies do you, don't Do you produce. really think that the people that created this movie paid close enough attention they to the other one? They have. They're not you, Zoe. I'm so upset. You know there's going to be continuity issues. There's so many already. You know those dinosaurs are going to be just fine without their Lysol or whatever they need. (laughs) They're really into cleaning products. It cleans 99.9% of germs and and bacteria. And they didn't even mention that once. (laughs) Deep breath. Okay, and we're fine. We're just... We're okay. We're okay. We also went to Eastside. Okay, yes. I will take credit for this next part. Yeah. Zoe dragged us to see Jurassic <laughs> World, and I redeemed the entire evening by dragging her to Eastside Mario's. Hey, hey bada, bada boom, boom, bada bing. A crowd sponsor. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I ate so many breadsticks. Shove those breadsticks in my mouth. Please and thank you. 
There was also a very drunk Nick. <laughs> there was, okay, so we had to wait a really long time. I'm moving on from that. I can't. I'm not dwelling on it. Okay. We live, we learn, we grow, we those breadsticks change. in my oh, mouth. Oh, we're still going. <laughs> anyway, so we had to wait a really long time for a table, despite the fact that the restaurant seemed empty Completely when we got there. Empty. I guess there were a lot of reservations, because it's a very in-demand <laughs> restaurant. Very popular. Um, the whole reason we went to Eastside Mario's, I didn't just, I wasn't just like, hey, Boggy <laughs> thought. But we were up at a movie theater, and it's right by an Eastside Mario's, and for the entire duration of the movie, I was she like, was falling asleep. When she I wasn't was falling asleep, I was like, I really want Eastside Mario's, because we were gonna go see another movie after Jurassic World, but we had time to mm-hmm. kill, and I was like, why don't we go for dinner at old ESM's? <laughs> oh, yeah. Zoe had never been before, mm-hmm. and I was like, this will be a great experience for all. Anyway, we had to wait a really long time for a table, and while we were waiting, there was this very drunk man who kept leaving the restaurant yeah. to go outside, and I don't even know, like, he wasn't smoking, he no. was just, like, going he, outside. The first, like, interaction, I guess, we had with him was when he walked by and just said something like, I make all the plans, I'm the plan guy, and went outside, and I was like, cool. And Zoe was like, is he talking to someone? I was like, no. No. Himself. Only, I thought maybe he had a Bluetooth, and was like, yeah, make all the plans, let's go make a deal Yeah, like, he could have been, like, a very important businessman or something. No, he was Taking business calls at Eastside Mario's. He was just drunk at Eastside which heartbreaking was heartbreaking <laughs> but overall good experience there was a delightful old couple oh they were, were fun nice. who became our grandparents for a moment they were really special they were also waiting for a table and we really bonded we did while we were all sitting there together she was very concerned that we have a table before she did because we got there before her and she's like, no, make sure your name is on. Do you want me to tell them your name's on the I love like, that she like, just, like, thought that we were sitting out there and, like, hadn't put our name down. We were just, like, sitting there hoping somebody would give us a table. And then she was like, I can go. I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't do that. And then he goes, I would. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, Grandpa Those jokes. two together. Amazing. My OTP. We also saw a sign that really resonates with us on a deep and spiritual level, and it said, friendships are like macaroni. They're best when they're warm? Something (laughs) like that. It was something to that effect. About warm macaroni and warm friendships. And warm friendships, and I couldn't have said it better myself. Random sign at Eastside Mario's. (laughs) Hey. Bada boom. Bada bang. Maybe. Hey, bada boom, bada bing can be our always. Oi. I really would love to go back and relive that entire experience Mm -hmm. because it was so good. It was really delightful in every way. Also, they had fun straws that were not given to us but given to children, which I think is That's called ageism. And we won't stand for that. And we will be contacting our lawyers. (laughs) You've been served <laughs> a drink with a fun straw. <laughs> anyway, we didn't end up going to see another movie because we're just like, mm, we've already paid for one bad yeah. movie today. And we've already stuffed our bodies full of pasta. <laughs> that was my one regret is I thought we were going to see another movie. Yeah. And so I strategically ordered something that I was like, this has minimal chance of upsetting my stomach. So I didn't go for the cream sauced pasta as I would have 
wanted deep down yeah. in my heart. I just went for the traditional spaghetti and meatballs. Bagel. Which, that's disgusting. <laughs> which was good, but it's not what my heart wanted. I just went full-blown cream pasta and then was like, this was a mistake. I can't sit through a movie. I know. I should have made that mistake with you. And then we watched uh, Jeepers Creepers 3. <laughs> Jeep Creep. Jeep Creep 3. <laughs> What's this We... <laughs> I know we say this a lot, but we had a collective <laughs> mental breakdown while watching that film. I'm having one again now because Just thinking, thinking about it. Because there was a part where this group of teen boys found Jeep Creep's <laughs> truck. Yeah. The Jeep and Creep and Mobile. Wagon. <laughs> if the wagons are rocking. Don't come, come a knockin'. That should really be the tagline <laughs> for the be. film. I'm directing the fourth <laughs> Jeepers Creepers. Well, they they should get rid of that problematic director. <laughs> Let's get us in charge and hire us. But they found his car truck. His car. <laughs> <laughs> he drives. He just has like, a, a nice Volvo. sedan. <laughs> they find his truck. And they're like, oh, hey, that's Jeepers Creepers truck, because he's like an urban legend. Yeah, they're like, oh, look at this arts and crafts thing someone and made. And it did look very arts and crafts. To be fair. And uh, one of them just starts peeing on it, and then he goes, what's this? And everyone goes, what? And he goes, this thing I'm peeing on. <laughs> and I could not stop <laughs> laughing. And I've decided now that that's how I will point out things to everyone yeah, from now on. Absolutely. What's this? What? This thing I'm peeing on. <laughs> like, it was just sir. the way he said it. Yeah, because it was very much this, this thing, thing I'm peeing on. <laughs> it's like, wait for Jazzy. it. Wait for it. The big gag is I'm peeing on it. <laughs> it was also a terrible movie, but we saw so it for bad. free. It was so bad, but so good. What, I don't know why I was so hung up on it, but the thing that came out of the exhaust pipe... Yes. <laughs> so, I'm... Okay. The thing that I don't really understand about Jeepers Creepers is, like, Jeepers. what is he? A demon, perhaps? Like, I don't, I don't really get what he is, <laughs> like, who he is in his core, in his very being, like, what his story is. Is there an origin story? It's been so long since I've seen the first one that, like, I don't recall. I was so hung up by the bickering (laughs) siblings. But what I really didn't understand is that, like, on his little uh, Jeep and Creep and Wagon Mobile, (laughs) out of the exhaust pipe came this, like, spear. I don't know how On a chain? It was, like, this spear on a chain that just, like, would, like, follow people and, like, stab them. Yeah. But, like, stabby chain, as you have. It seemed to just be, like, endless, yeah. and it also could, like, detect how far <laughs> away. I don't, un- to me, it was a bit far-fetched. Yeah. What's this? What? This thing This I'm thing I'm peeing on. on. He died, though. He was killed for Why peeing mean? on. It's disrespectful to pee on the Jeep Creeps car. Car. <laughs> you know? Automobile. Automobile. <laughs> a nice little two-door sedan. Tudor Coop. Oh, wow. It was, I'm just trying to think of something else in that movie that was really, um, interesting was that they found a, a box with a hand in it 
<laughs> and they like held hands with the hand and it like sucked the life out of them and then they knew things after. Yeah. They're like, I know where he is. I'm like, who whose hand is that? First of all. I don't Whose hand whose is this? Stands. Also there was like a weird the scene with the brother and the bunny rabbit. There oh, was something weird there too. Yeah. I can't even remember what it was. He caught a rabbit. And his sister was like, you better let that poor sweet thing go. And he was like, I won't. Also, I'm going to rattle the cage a little bit and just show that I have no respect for life. And just, like, rattled the cage and was like, you just kill it now. Like, he was making weird comments about how he, like, tortures bunnies in his spare yeah. time. And I was like, okay. And everybody says Jeepers Creepers is the villain. I think it's you. B.D. Wong. <laughs> he died an untimely death. Not B.D. Wong. No. The brother. No, no. He got his head punctured by... Another spear in the truck. <laughs> this fucking truck was, like, the decked out in spears. It was, like, if Pimp My Ride <laughs> was, like, extremely evil. Yeah. Like, if Pimp My Ride, instead of being hosted by Exhibit, was hosted by... Cheap Creep. A psychopath. <laughs> um, it was not good. No. And it just, now that you're saying that about <laughs> Pimp My Ride, all I can think about is when we watched The Collector. That and goddamn just, movie. You said that it would make so much more sense if you were a locksmith. Because it would have. Yeah. That's just the truth. If you have not seen The Collector, it is a fairly well done horror film uh, that stars Josh Lucas some of you may know him from Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> I really like that you knew where I was going with that. Thank Always. you. Always. Um, <laughs> the Collector. Um, we got distracted. I was just so in my own little world there. Um, anyway, a big plot point of that movie is... The knowledge of locks and keys. <laughs> yeah. Like, very, very detailed knowledge. Like, not just like, oh, I know that's a lock. I know no, that's a key. No, it's not like, oh, a lock unlocks a lock. <laughs> a key unlocks a lock. <laughs> See, we don't even have that. It wasn't like that. It was like niche underground knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Things you can only access on the dark web. <laughs> Again, collect ourselves. The collector. <laughs> We're back, baby. We are back and better than ever. I'm going to put this jaunty hat on. You do that. Just because I feel like it adds something to the listeners who can't see. Just know that I'm wearing a jaunty hat right now. She is, and it's red. And I can put and the glasses on. Those are strong. Though. They are, I know. I always put them on. I'm like, wow, this hurts my face. Wow. Amazing. Do I look like your dad? You look beautiful. <laughs> I like this interlude where I just did something that no one could see. Um, anyway. It just, yeah, you needed to have some kind of extensive knowledge on, like, how keys and locks work and, like, like an, specific ones. Like an intimate knowledge. Yeah, just like, oh, that's in number 77. Like, you had to know things, and I'm not about that. I am not about knowing you things. You want me to know things in this things. economy? Mm-mm. No, man. This? this thing I'm peeing on. 
There's just so many things that we watch that I'm like, why did we do this to ourselves? There's just so many things that we pee on. Uh, constantly. <laughs> right now. <laughs> this microphone, what's this? This thing I'm peeing on. <sighs> yeah. Um, would not recommend. Not at all. I also fell asleep during that movie, too, towards the yeah. end. So I missed part of the climax. But... Yeah. I mean, more people got stabbed. <laughs> I just feel like in the first one, have we seen the second one? I don't remember watching I don't it. remember either, but I think probably we did. Okay, good for us. Um, I feel like in the first one, like, you don't really see Jeepers Creepers. No. I feel like you saw too much of him in this yeah. one. And it was, like, to the point where it's like, I know you're killing these people, but, like, I'm too familiar with you. Like, you're not scary. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, it's Jeepers. Yeah. Mr. Hey, Creepers, if you're nasty. Hey, JC, you know? what's up? JC's in the house. Who's in the house? JC. Who's in the house? JC. Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> Did we talk about um the Leatherface? Is that what it was called? The most oh, recent Jesus one. Jesus Christ. We watched that a few weeks ago. Oh. It's the latest installment in the Chainsaw yeah. Massacre series. The entire franchise. The entire franchise. We never did watch Saw the we entire franchise. I mean, we've seen them all, but a couple years ago at Halloween, <laughs> Zoe was making a list of movies that we should watch to celebrate the reason for the and season. We watched none of them. And Zoe like made like a Google Doc because she loves Halloween. I do. Today is actually... The day in which I made the Halloween intro last year. Little early. <laughs> so, on July 19th, yes, Zoe is preparing for Halloween. Yes. <laughs> Sounds Absolutely. about right. Anyway, so she made this Google Doc of all these movies that she should that we should watch. And one was just Saw, in brackets, the entire franchise. And about eight million exclamation marks. That's a general, like, that's, yeah. like, yeah. That's how we communicate. Lots of exclamation marks. But it just, it, this new one, <laughs> I don't really know what they were going for. I've kind of already wiped it from my memory, but I'm pretty sure they wanted you to feel bad. Yeah. For Leatherface. And you were rooting for Leatherface. You're like, kill her. (laughs) She deserves to die. Slay her, Leatherface. We stand a legend. We stand a Leatherface legend. Um, It was weird. It was like... It's kind of like the origin story of Leatherface. And I love a good origin story. I will be the first to admit. (laughs) But I did not like that origin story. Because, yeah, you just end up, like, you're, like, midway through, you're like, am I... Am I supposed to feel bad yeah. for you? And there was a lot of weird, unnecessary parts where I'm like, you could have left this out entirely and we still oh. would have been okay. Absolutely. Like, people just full-on having sex on top of a dead, melty oh, body. Oh, God, I forgot like, about that. Like, we didn't need that, though. That's the thing. That's the tea. That is the tea. And a lot of, like, overkill scenes, which, like, really bug me in horror movies, mm-hmm. where it's like, you've stabbed him now. It's like, you he's dead. Move on. We get it. You've killed him. Keep going. Congratulations. On someone else who's not this person. Congratulations, White Sheila. Oh, my God. That's my new favorite saying, courtesy of Logan. You're welcome. Congratulations, White Sheila. White because Sheila. Because let me read you this. 
the most pretentious thing I've ever read in my life. Um, so, I've talked about this before, there's, like, a Facebook group for, like, the area that I live in. The neighborhood, if the you neighborhood. will. The neighborhood. And, um... Someone just made a post being like, oh, hey, I ate at this Chinese place today. It was great. First I love of all, it. Have you been there? First of all, you don't need to post about that. No, you don't. Like, no one cares. Like, updates, you can be like, hey, I saw a coyote walking down the street. Like, heads up, dog people safe. with small dogs. Like, that kind of thing. No one cares or that like, you ate at some Chinese food restaurant. Yeah, or like, the garbage didn't come. Like, where's my garbage? It didn't come back. Like, uh, you know, where's my That's garbage? happened. Like, people's garbage cans just, like, go, go missing. missing. That's why you gotta write your so address like, on them. So they're like, where is it? So, like, those kind of things, I'll allow. <laughs> I will, as a moderator of this Facebook group. <laughs> just kidding. The person who runs it is the only moderator, and he's appointed himself the king of the neighborhood. And, like, no, he's, I, no. I'll talk about him at another time because okay. he's just too much. It sounds like too much. But yeah, someone just posted, it was like, I went to this Chinese restaurant. Have you guys been? It's in our area. It's delightful. Like, great Canadian Chinese food. Cool. And everyone's commenting, like, the same kind of thing. They're like, oh, yes, used to go to this place all the time. I love their whatever dish. Like, just, like, sure. conversations. Just friendly conversations. Introduce Sheila. White Sheila. <laughs> and she comments, the most pretentious comment I think I've ever seen, and especially for what she's talking about. Which is Canadian, Canadian Chinese, Chinese food. food. I guess I'm the odd man out. I find their food very pedestrian, bland, and predictable Canadian Chinese fare. I prefer to drive to Chinatown or Markham. Listen, White Sheila. Congratulations. Congratulations. White Sheila. If you want Canadian Chinese food, you're not going to go to Markham or Chinatown. No. You're going to go there to get authentic Chinese yeah. food. Those are two different no. things. This is two like different moods. Where everything is like in a wonton, where it's like... Everything, everything is in a wonton. wonton. You know, it's like crispy wontons, and you're like, do they have that? In- Put me in a wonton, Honestly, baby. <laughs> honey, throw me in a wonton. Call it a day. Oh, God. Yeah, Fry me just... up. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Congratulations, White Sheila. You are the winner of this week's competition. To be the most pretentious person <laughs> on the face of this earth. I just... Pedestrian. Anyone who describes oh, anything as pedestrian I love is it. Immediate, immediately... Wow, my speaking is very pedestrian. I love when people describe things. <laughs> to me, pedestrian is, like, the biggest insult. Like, if you describe something as pedestrian, like, I would shrivel up and die if somebody's like, you're looking a little pedestrian today. Imagine Michelle Visage no. saying something no. about you as pedestrian. I would kill myself. Just right there. My, my, I would just physically, like, yeah. I would combust. Like, I just... Like, your body would start eating you from the inside. Yeah. Myself would, just, would kill myself. Yeah. Like, I, it would yeah. be out of Organs my control. would shut down. No. 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 But yeah, just, like, don't describe things as pedestrian, because that's really just not necessary, and it makes you sound pretentious. Also, like, what are you expecting from a Canadian Chinese food place? Like, it's lit, like... It's like three doors down from a subway station. Like it's three not doors down. Three, three doors, doors grace. Three doors grace. Three days grace. <laughs> three doors grace. It's my favorite. <laughs> Their music is not pedestrian. Oh my god. Uh. Are we okay? 
okay? No. no. Just want you to know that. <laughs> my face was itchy and I did like a weird, like, caressing my jaw and then finger guns to Logan. And I appreciated it. Congrats, White Sheila. Thank you. Um, not congrats, White Sheila. Let me pull up this thing that I sent Logan earlier where I was like, oh no. Oh we yeah. Must, we must discuss. We must. We simply must. We simply must stop a recording. Oh, everybody's um, like, yes. Yeah, no, they're still, they're not listening anymore. They've moved on. No, no, no. Um, Netflix is coming out with a show called Insatiable, which they describe as just your typical high school coming of age story, unrequited love, longing stares, deadly beauty queens, backstabbing housewives, and a possible homicide. Ooh. So, I mean, like, based on that description, I'm like, that sounds cool. fantastic. Yeah. Sign me up. But it's about... Um, this is, I'll read this directly from Natalie Means Nice yeah. Instagram story, but it says, so Netflix, let's talk about this absolute pile of steaming garbage. There's a new show called Insatiable about a fat girl in high school. She gets teased, hates herself, wishes to be thin, gets in an accident and has her jaw wired shut and loses a bunch of weight. Did I mention the main character wears a fat suit? She then comes back from summer vacation, all of a sudden thin, then and only then she's deemed hot, she becomes included, popular, etc., but then starts inciting violence on those around her. What the heck are you thinking? What is this garbage? And not not only does she, like, get in an accident, she gets punched in the face by a grown man. Yeah. Which... I don't really... I just... Is problem. Um... There's so much. Also, as somebody who has had uh, jaw yeah. surgery and not been able to eat, <laughs> yeah. don't fucking care. Um, but that is true. That has happened to Logan. Oh, yes. I did have jaw surgery. Um, a little known fact. <laughs> One of those pictures is it little Logan thing. Little Logan. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I watched the trailer uh, after Zoe sent it to me. And... I will, the only positive thing I'm going to say is if you were to, like, remove the, like, fat Mm storyline from it, it looks like it's actually going to be quite entertaining. Yeah, if that wasn't the plot. I love the idea of this girl, like, seeking revenge on people. Like, that's a bop to me. Like, I really enjoy that. But there were so many things in the trailer where I'm like, this is incredibly problematic and damaging. Yeah. Like, there's a part where it's, like, post- fatness post fat suit (laughs) and she's like sitting in class and she's like i could be a former fat yeah princess former fatty yeah former fatty turned like mathlete or former fatty turned something else and it's just like you could be all of those things you can be fat and also smart (laughs) no false you can be fat and also funny you can be fat and also pretty like i know so that was problematic to me um, there was also something else, and now I don't recall, but it was just... One of just, the parts that rubbed me the mm, wrong way, too, is when, post-fatness, yes. again, 
is when she's outside and the teacher's like, where's, I forget her name. Patty. Patty. Fatty Patty. Of course. It's like, where's Patty? And she like turns on her hair, like flips and she goes, I'm here. And then the teacher's like looking at her like, ooh. I'm like, that's not appropriate. Yeah, that. mm -mm. Let's not do that. We don't need more of that. a child. Sir. Being played by a grown woman, but still. In a fat suit. (laughs) And then she took off her fat suit. And oh my God, all of a sudden, stunning. It's just relying on that typical trope of, oh, I'm fat and my life is miserable. Yeah. Things will not get better until I'm not fat anymore. Yeah. Which is dangerous. Yeah. And I feel like, like you said, if they just took that out entirely, it could still be a very entertaining and funny, probably. Yeah. Like, she could have been bullied and not been fat. Like, she could have just been... Or you know what? bullied. (laughs) She could have been fat and bullied and then all of a sudden just been like, fuck all of you. I'm still fat. I'm great. I'm gonna kill all of you. Or something. Like, you know... Yes! (laughs) Let's do that. Like, I don't know. It could have just... I don't know. Make fatness an empowering thing rather than something that everybody's, like, super ashamed of and is like, I can't live like this. Yeah. Like, there are much, much worse things in the world than being fat. Amazing. Like, that what is... a concept. That's not the end of your world. Speaking of that, I just thought there's a petition online that Tess Holiday keeps posting, mm-hmm. but that we've talked about before, the appetite suppressant lollipops, mm-hmm. to get them, because there's a big uh, billboard in Times Square yeah. that just has, like, an advert for these terrible <laughs> lollipops. Yeah. Um, but she was posting a bunch of stuff in her story where it was, like, just people in the comments. And there was one that was so sad. And I'm like, this is why you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Because someone commented on the brand, was it Flat Tummy Co. or yeah, whatever? something Commented stupid. on there. And she was like, can you use this if you're 14? And they were like, no, you have to be 18 or older, babe. Like, okay. And that... Every comment they said babe in response to someone. And she was like, this 14-year-old girl like, oh, I guess I'll have to try something else. Do the flat tummy tees, can I use them at 14? Like, it was just like, this is why it's a problem. Like, you're advertising this. People that this 14-year-old, like, consumes in the media. Yeah. You're getting them to advertise these things. And she's like, Obviously, I won't be as good of a person as them until I also yeah. use this. And then you're saying she can't use it till she's 18. And then it just... It just perpetuates the cycle Ugh. of hating your body. Yeah. And, like, I don't think 14-year-olds need help. No. Like, listen, when I was 14, I hated my body enough. And I didn't have people, like, peddling lollipop suppressants yeah. at me. So... No. And then someone else commented and was like... Hey, like, I was dumb and ordered these because I thought they were going to be, like, helpful. Then I noticed the second ingredient is sugar. Like, yeah. tell me how this is helping me. That's that's exactly it. They're, like, marketing these as, like, they're going to suppress your appetite. They're going to help you lose weight. What's the number one thing that makes you gain weight? Fucking sugar. Yeah. So you're I'm, not going to lose any weight no. sucking on those all day. No. <laughs> no. Go eat a regular lollipop. Just go eat something. That's what your body wants food. You just eat. That's how you suppress an appetite. Here's a like, mind-blowing thing. If your body is telling you that it's hungry, 
Maybe you should listen to it and eat something. Just, like, have some celery. Have an apple. Have, have a some... nice, healthy snack. Just or if like I can anything. don't, have a bag of chips. Like I don't anything. care. But if, Live like, you're your so life. concerned about things, like, just... Ugh. Well, that's the thing. And I think, like, the people who are like, oh, my God, I want, like, appetite suppressant lollipops is, like... They're not concerned about their health. No. They're just concerned about what is the quickest, potentially most dangerous way that I can lose weight because that's all that matters to me. If you are genuinely concerned about your health and wanting to lose weight or whatever in a healthy way, then you can do that. There, Yeah. You can eat healthy foods. You can, you know, go for walks. Like, you can, there are, like, things that you can do that are very attainable if you want to do that. Yeah. Having an appetite suppressant lollipop is not the way to do that. No. And it's just like, it's, they want it because of the people they're seeing, quote unquote, use it, who don't. They no. just got paid to sponsor it and like. The Kardashians did not no. get looking that way by eating those lollipops. Or working out. Or. <laughs> they like, have. Surgery. They have had a lot of surgery to look the way that they do. Yes, they work out, but, like, it's easy to maintain something that you paid a lot of money to have. Exactly, and they also have people who cook for them and people who that's train what, That's them what I personally. always say. Like, if I was that rich, I would look amazing. Oh, yeah. Because if I had a personal trainer who would literally force me to work out every day, and if I had a personal and chef... And come to where you are. Oh, and, yeah. If yeah. I didn't have to leave my house... <laughs> Girl. Unstoppable. I would be It would be buff. over for all you hoes. It would be over for all you hoes. But I don't, and I'm lazy, so I am like, <laughs> And now you're mad at yourself. <laughs> I'm a little chunkier. It's fine. Whatever. That's life in the big city. What we're, we're watching oh my Jeepers God. Creepers. <laughs> yes. So, as you've probably taken away from this here podcast, a saying Logan has and uses quite often is that's life in the big city. I use it to describe everything. Everything and Things anything. that are not life in the big city. <laughs> when there's silence, that's life in the big city. And so we were watching Jeepers Creepers, and one of the characters says verbatim, <laughs> well, that's life in the big city, and I lost my mind. And that was before anyone peed on anything. anything. Uh, mm. Wow. very good example how long and I just say the exact thing in the same way at the same time quite often wow 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 hello hello um yes the lollipop thing and being 14 <laughs> reminded me um Zoe and I are planning on going to see 8th grade this weekend yes which is Bo Burnham's movie which is slowly being released in more and more cities. Um, and so I went back and I rewatched the trailer again today because I hadn't watched it for, like, months since it first came out. And, wow, I have really, really high hopes for this movie because the trailer yeah. makes me want to cry yeah. every time I watch it because that is me at 14. Yeah. Like, it is truly amazing to look at this little girl. Her name's, what, Elsie Fisher, yeah. I think? Oh, my God. Like, I... 
I want her to win all the awards. Yeah. Like, I already... I have a feeling it's happening. Like, I already... Like, I want her... Screw Timothy Chalamet. No yeah. one cares. No. Screw all the other, like, little young people that are, like, <laughs> bopping around. When I want her to win everything. <laughs> the little young people bopping around. I love that image. For this movie that I have not even seen yet, I just... Wow. Also, Bo Burnham deserves, like, again, I haven't seen this movie. I'm just, like, preemptively, like, obsessed with it because you never see a movie about adolescents, pre-adolescents, that are, A, played by adolescent people, or B, have any sort of accurate representation of what it's like to be that age. Or really are girls. Yeah, that too. Like, it's always a coming of age of a boy and it's a comedy and then it's It's like, like, oh, I gotta get laid. Yeah. (laughs) No, like, literally every coming of age is about that. But, You're telling me Jason Biggs can fuck an apple pie (laughs) and that gets five movies. Oh, yeah. But God forbid you want to make a good coming of age movie about a female. Yeah, no. Don't, can't relate. Can't relate. Fuck off, Hollywood. I'm excited Um, to see it. I'm so excited. It's just, like, it's truly amazing to also, and I've, like, I read an article or a piece on this, just seeing her look like a teenager and, like, she has acne. Yeah. And, like, there's at one point where she's, like, <laughs> it's the scene in the trailer where she's, like, I really like your shirt. And yeah. she's talking to the two girls. And I just, like, I looked at her. I'm, like, that was literally what I looked like at 14 yeah. in terms of, like, body type. And I'm, like, this <laughs> would have been so helpful to me <laughs> to a say, decade ago. Yeah. Wow, can you believe that we were 14 a I don't decade ago? think about that. My mouth just got really dry. Um, um, yeah. Although I have heard that, like, the movie, I think, is rated R or something like that, and so everybody's just, like, the, like, eighth graders that, like, would really benefit from seeing this yeah. aren't even going to be able yeah. to, and I'm like, that's a bummer because I wish I had had that movie that I haven't seen yeah. when I was 14. <laughs> right? I'm like, we're still, so we haven't excited. seen it yet, but I know. Just honestly, based on the trailer alone, I'm just like, it deserves Oscars. Yeah. I think it's gonna, it's been getting such good reviews that I'm really, I hope that it happens for him. I am so unbelievably proud of Bo Burnham. Yeah. Like, both Zoe and I, like, when we were in eighth grade, like, I was watching him on oh, YouTube. Yes. Like, it's just, Obsessed like, Obsessed with Bo Burnham. It's such a weird, like, full circle thing where it's, like, I literally started watching him when I was, like, in eighth grade, and then it was, like, a shared interest that Zoe yeah. and I had. We would literally sit at Logan's house <laughs> and just watch Bo Burnham videos. Just watch videos. Bo Burnham videos. Uh, yeah, I have, like, such a distinct memory of us doing that. And then it's, like, and then he kind of transitioned into doing more, like, stand-up. But even that wasn't, like, traditional stand-up. Yeah. And so it's, like, we, like, watched his specials on Netflix. And now he's, like, doing this. And it's just, like, mind-blowing to see. I feel see, like oh even God. his, like stand-up stuff it's just like always so like incredibly like poignant at some oh, part like absolutely. it's always like you're always laughing at like fart jokes or something oh, that he's making and then all of a sudden you're like oh but that's i remember again watching his last special yeah. with you here and both just crying, crying. at the end of it because it was just like it's so good it's like it's to me it's really amazing when somebody can make a dick joke in like one part yeah. and then turn around and do this, like, completely, like, moving performance that really makes you, like, reflect inward. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, I'm so lonely. <laughs> yeah, like, actually, it's so good. I just, I really, I know it's, like, so, like, ugh, to say. But I really do think that, I don't want to use the term genius, because that's, like, a, I hate when people are like, he's a genius. Do. But I just think he's so incredibly intelligent 
and just the way he thinks. I'm yeah. just like, yes. Yeah. Like, we need more people like that. He's the best. And I'm so excited to see the movie. And I just wish him nothing but the best in life. I love him and support him. And I feel and like I know dog. him. And his tiny dog. I feel like we grew up with Well, that's him. exactly like, it. It's like, like when you have those things that you, like, grew up watching you feel so connected to them. Yeah. And it's like, I do feel like I know him, which is like crazy because I do not. Yeah. But I'm just so proud of this guy that I watched on YouTube and when I was 14. And now he's And now he's making a movie that better get the recognition that it deserves. Yeah. It is from what I see on Twitter, but as we know from other things, that doesn't always mean it's going to translate into awards. Yes. But... But you know what, I feel like even, like, awards are becoming, like, less and less relevant. Yeah. Because, like, you look at something like Get Out, which, yeah, it was nominated for an Oscar. It had no hope of winning because, you know, know. race and stuff. Um, But it's just, like, I feel like more and more it's just, like, social media is, like, the new way of, like, determining if something is popular or worth watching at this point. And so it's, like, obviously I hope it does get nominated for tons of awards yeah. because that's really cool but I think in the end like it it doesn't even matter yeah. um <laughs> not to be fake deep but none of this is real <laughs> we're living in a simulation and that's fine anyway time is flat circle. time is a flat circle Oy vey. Uh, anyway that was our rant on uh Bobertos. on everything and a movie really? that we've never seen <laughs> We love it. We'll be back here this time next week to discuss our thoughts on 8th grade. Tune in. And the movie 8th grade. Oh my god. I think about myself in 8th grade and it makes me want to die. Yeah, no, I hate it. I hate everything about it. Like, it makes me feel, like, kind of ill to oh, think about- full-blown nausea. Just, like, not- not great. No. I... Not the best. No. Definitely. The, the worst. worst. Yeah. Um, we actually remembered something. <laughs> um, so I would just really like us to also get awards and be recognized for our hard work. Give us accolades. Um, wow, I just scrolled past a picture that you sent me of myself and was <laughs> startled. Um, but we have our unsolicited advice corner. We do. Do we back. have time to do, should we just do one? I don't know what time we we're can. At. We can do two, maybe three. Who knows? We're at 57 minutes. Okay. So maybe. Well, um, well, you, which one should we do? Let's do the one that you sent me once I find it. Yeah. No, me too. Me too. Um, I thought I had it still open in no, no. Safari, but course I didn't because Ah, that would require. Do you want to read it? Sure. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, so this is of course from, uh, friendship advice on Reddit. So this is what the person is saying. (laughs) Great. It's a weird way. This is from, uh, user shadow raid five. Wow. Thank you. Shadow. (laughs) Mr. Raid. (laughs) If you're nasty. Um, the title is how to deal with friends that tell you to work around their schedule. So I try to be out with people at least once a week so I'm not cooping myself up and being a social hermit. That's a good practice. Yeah. (laughs) But the friend I have, the friends I have are always busy or too tired from their plans to do anything with me, yet they always tell me, sorry, bruh, you need to start working around our schedule to find a time to hang out with us. 
How can I schedule when any time I ask to hang out with them, they are either busy with work or their own plans, too tired to hang out because of the plans they were just doing wore them out, or they just want a solo lazy day. I never even get the chance to make any plans with them because of these reasons, and when I tell them to just contact me when they want to hang out, they just say K, but never do I'm, unless I'm last on their list. Makes me start to wonder if they look at me as less of a person since I don't have a job like they do to fill up my time and tire me out as well, but I'm not sure. Anytime I've tried to talk to them about it, they will sit there and play games or do other things, which is, which with how I was taught, that is not how to have a meaningful conversation. True shadow. <laughs> Plus they feel they are not doing anything wrong. I'm just making suggestions that they don't even want to do. They just want to have simple activities that everyone in the group will enjoy and that they don't really need to think about what I'd like to do since my suggestions aren't what they want to do. This is not the best <laughs> written thing, but we're, we're working through it. I don't know. Not sure what to do. I was having this issue before multiple times with them, but it all seems the same and every other advice I've been given is to not bother and to just drop them from being friends. Everyone tells me that it's not worth trying to fix friendships anymore, that you should just drop them and forget them without second thought. <laughs> and the one person will say, Sometimes we'll get to hang out soon, but when asked how soon, they'll just say, I don't know, just soon. But their soon isn't what I classify as soon. Their soon might be weeks or months, but what I see as being soon is the actual definition, in or after a short time. Did I write this in the middle of an episode? Like, <laughs> I, like I just like, it was like, it's soon, but not like their soon, but it's like my soon, and I feel like they're not on the same level of soon as I am, and like, that's me. Instead of sleep googling something, you sleep wrote on Reddit and was like, I need That's advice. Shadow right is me. Oh my god, it's like an anagram for your name. <laughs> um, that was a lot. That was a lot. I need to drink water because I like lost my voice. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes it's worth trying to fix friendships and save friendships. Mm-hmm. But it also sounds like they don't really respect you as a person. So. Yeah. I feel like, I think, like, everyone who's, like, in their early 20s can, like, relate to this. 20s. Where it's, like, everyone has different jobs at this point in their life. And it's, like, some people are working full-time. Some people are working part-time. Some people work weekends. Some people, like, yeah. no one works at the same goddamn time. <laughs> like, I have been in this situation so much in the past three years where it's, like, trying to make plans is, like, trying to, like decode like a yeah. cryptic message from like yeah. the zodiac or something where it's like everything has to just it's like well i can only hang out at this time but only on a wednesday and see now you're not available wednesday but you can do friday nights which there's the off chance that after 7 p.m yeah. on a friday i will be available but she like it's never it's like if it's a full moon and like the wind is blowing in the right direction like maybe we can work something out it's hard though like at this age and like i yeah. get like i get the whole like and it is hard like when the majority of your friends have, like, one schedule, yeah. and then it's, like, you're the odd person out, because it's, like, well, fuck my drag, right? Yeah. Um, but I think, like, it depends on, like, the friendship. Like, if it is, if you think it's worth, like, sticking it out yeah. and, like, really making the effort, I think maybe you can make it work. Maybe it's just, like, you have to, like, literally sit down with your friends with a fucking calendar yeah. and be, like, 
okay, like let's plan out <laughs> days where you can do the things. next month. Like when can we? Because like literally that like I that's what I do. I have to like write things down. I'm like okay on this yeah. person I'm seeing like or on, on, on this, this person. person on this day I'm seeing this person on this day. Like I don't have like a crazy social life. It's just like I need to keep track yeah. of things because like Logan and I are not on the same we're schedule on opposite schedules zoe works on weekends i work during the week yeah her off time is my <laughs> yeah on time and my <laughs> is your on time. oh jesus no um, like it's been yeah you have to like i'm so sorry <laughs> we have to work around things sometimes or sometimes this is like oh yeah that's not gonna be doable yeah. you know what like that's the thing and I think that's the key is, like, it's a two-way street. Yeah. So it's, like, sometimes, like, you can't be the person that's constantly, like, well, no. Yeah. Well, no. 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 Like, at a certain yeah. point, you need to meet Take each other right halfway. Right on the borderline. That's where meet I'm, me halfway. Right on the borderline is where I'm going away. Love you. <laughs> Never tire of our beautiful voices, no. dear listeners. Dear listeners, um, yeah, I just think, and like maybe, maybe your friends are just flops and they don't really want to be friends yeah. anymore. Because I've had that happen too, where it's like you try really hard to like schedule things, and the person's like, mm, no, I'm no, busy. I can't. Or, I don't. No, I might. Like I think it. I might have something else going on. And it's like I completely get the whole like. Like, because I'm an introverted person, so it's, like, if I socialize with somebody one day, like, yeah. I, going up yeah. the next day, that's hard work. Or it's, like, sometimes you just need a day to, like, relax and not yeah. do anything. But I think you need to make the effort still. And it's, like, if you haven't seen your friend in, like, a month or something, it's, like, maybe do you need to take the day to rest? Go, like, maybe yeah. just go hang out for or a while. Or maybe do something together that doesn't exert a lot of your energy. Go watch a movie. Go see it. Go to Eastside Mario's. Go to Eastside Mario's. Friendship, after all, is like macaroni. Best served warm. <laughs> I love my friendship served to be warm. That's my favorite. Do you want to do another one? I don't know. Do we have time? I don't want to... We, we'll do a short one. I feel like, you know, we have to make up for the weeks we do. That we... we... <laughs> consistently missed um oh let me see you see am i right to be frustrated with my friend okay from user expand tinned disguise okay okay sure i won't go into too much detail but my friend is constantly wrapping herself in drama <laughs> putting herself in situations she knows are bad and constantly at least daily needs me to dig her out of some sort of hole, whether she's ruined her reputation or her self-esteem. I tell her I can't support her self-destruction, but I'll always love her and help her how I can. Mm -hmm. But I'm feeling taken advantage of. She says I'm not being a real friend, and deep down I know I am, but I don't know how to make her stop. Am I just expecting too much? Is it cruel of me to be so disappointed in her? I'm exhausted by her, and I feel resentment, getting stronger each day, especially since she couldn't care less what's going on with me when she's so surrounded in drama. To clarify, I do think she cares about me, but she's so wrapped up in her life she can't focus on anything else, and it's frustrating because I'm in a really bad way currently. Discuss. <laughs> um, Open this up to the floor. 
question. There's a lot to unpack there. Um, and wow, that all just sounds so yeah. familiar. Weird. Um, crazy. Here's the thing. <laughs> Tell me. I'm not an expert. Wow. But I play Why? one on TV. Um, I really think that the person who wrote that, like, is, like, they're doing all the right things. Yeah. They're like... I love you and I want to support you, but I'm not down for this like crazy self-destructive behavior that you're exhibiting right now because that's a level of negativity and toxicity that you don't need in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, In this essay, I will. (laughs) No, I don't know. Welcome to your TED talk again. Listen, I've had so many TED talks this week. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's just like you've done all you can, you've said all you can, and at this point, it's okay to just let it play out the way it will. You can't single-handedly try to save someone when they are so set in their ways and so committed to the drama (laughs) and the nonsense. Like, all you can do is say... Love ya, <laughs> yeah. Support ya, but, but I'm from not, over here. I'm gonna support you from over here, and I'm not gonna support you specifically yeah. in this toxic behavior that you're yeah. exhibiting. I'll take a step back. I'll be in this circle. You'll be in this one. If you want to merge into this one, I'll be here to help you. Yeah. But not, not, not near you, friend. No. 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 And like, I just you can't. You can't force somebody to do something that they don't want to do. And that's something that I've really learned over the last little while. Where it's like, you might look at a situation and be like, that's a bad idea. Why is she doing that? She shouldn't do that. It's not going to end well. But you can't force the person to just, like, see it from your point of view. So, at a certain point, it's like, she's a grown person. She... Knows the pros and cons of the situation, of her actions, yeah. and it's up to her to decide what she wants to do. Yeah, I think that's really it for that. That's I don't know. That's that. That's the that on that. Ding. <laughs> I felt like I needed a bell, but I don't have one. So, um, is there anything else you wanted to add to anything we've discussed? <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, I would just say follow us on social media. Wow, that's really brave. Uh, I know. How could I say something so brave? Yeah, Yeah, it's so controversial. Um, We are on Instagram and Twitter at HonestlyPod. We are on Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. We have a website, which is the HonestlyPodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. It won't lead you anywhere. And we also have an email address, which is thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. Bam. And we are still doing that thing where if you uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and send us a screenshot of your glowing review, uh, we will send you a limited edition sticker. They're very cute. They are cute. They have our little cartoon faces on them. And we also have merch that has our little cartoon faces on them. If you can't get enough of our cartoon faces. Good. Um, um, you can check out the merch by going to the website. There's a little merch tab. Or you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com and check out all the fun stuff there. 
Check it out. You know? Yeah. 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 Is that it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye.